This is episode 32 of the Deeper Than Work podcast. I'm your host, Dorianne St. Fleur. And today we are going to be talking about how to play the game at work. Now, when you hear the phrase play in the game, and I'm putting that in air quotes, even though you can't see me, you probably think of a negative, a negative connotation that comes across, comes over you when you hear that term. And so I just want to break that down because playing the game does not have to be negative. It is a part of the process of, you know, success and getting to the next level so it's important that you understand it and so I want to break that down for you today so if you're a person who you're like I don't want to play the game or I don't know how to play the game I don't know where to start this episode is for you we are going to break it all down welcome to deeper than work a podcast for high achieving and ambitious women ready to make more money have more impact and thrive at work and life and now here's your host Dorianne St. Fleur, HR expert, career coach, and breaker of glass ceilings. Okay, so in today's episode, we are going to be talking about how to play the game at work. Now, this topic came from actually a member of the Career Success Circle, which is my private Facebook community. So if you're not a member, side note, go ahead and become a member. Uh, click the link in my show notes. If you go to yourcareergirl.com slash blog slash episode 32, I'll have the link there. Join us. We are, you know, we have weekly Facebook lives. We have question and answer periods. We're really in there supporting, empowering, etc. So join the Career Success Circle. But one of the Career Success Circle members, her name is Alicia, uh, she asked the question like how do I navigate office politics and I took that to mean basically you know how do I play the game how do I do this and this is a question that I hear a lot from women in corporate America I hear you know from my clients from students from you know just a lot of the people that I work with they're not interested in playing the game for some reason right they feel like you know they're they're not trying to stay at their job for long or they have other things that they're working on maybe they have a side hustle or some other business or some other venture that they're passionate about or they just have no desire to climb the corporate ladder at all so because of those reasons or whatever reason that they have they're like I don't need to play the game this is not what I'm this is not what I'm trying to do I I don't want to play the game and you know it's just it's always I always laugh to myself when I hear it because I think a lot of the reasons why people feel like they don't want to play the game is because they have negative connotations to it right they think they think negatively. They think that this is a bad thing to play the game. That if you play the game, you're cutthroat and you're shady and they don't want to they don't want any parts of that. So they just say, "You know what? Playing the game not for me. Politics not for me. Not doing it. I'm just going to put my head down." And, you know, in the, in the past like few months I've heard like like literally four, five, maybe even 10 women tell me this. Like some variation of, "I don't want to play the game." or I don't want to be political, or I'm just here to put my head down. And so I really want to break down, you know, what it is when we say playing the game, like what that really means, why people tend to hate it, why you should actually care about it. And most importantly, I want to break down how to navigate it, how to actually play the game. Because the truth of the matter is that Playing the game, and again, I'm using these air quotes that you can't see, but playing the game is part of the road to success. 
right? Point blank period. Every workplace has a position of power. Every workplace has a balance, right? They have the game, right? It's it's unseen, but it's kind of understood. Every workplace has that. And you're, unfortunately, you're either part of it or you're not a part of it. And, you know, if you are a person that's, I'm not playing a game or I didn't even know there was a game, then you're not a part of it. Um, and then there are the people that are. And again, I want to drive home the point that Playing the game doesn't mean that you have to be ruthless. It doesn't mean that you have to get caught up in drama. You know, it doesn't mean that you have to be shady. What it does mean is that you have to know how to pl- how to play the game, right? You have to know that it e- exists at least, even if you're if you if you've decided that you're not going to play the game, the politics are not for you. At the very least, like if you walk away from this podcast episode with nothing else, please just understand and know that it's there. Be able to spot it so that you don't get, you know, kind of sidelined and not really, you know, in the loop. At least know that it's there. But the game is something that it's really a part of this road to success. When I talk about, you know, top performers, making it to the top levels, breaking through glass ceilings, you know, getting to the C-suite, getting all these accolades and recognitions and getting paid more, playing the game is part of that process, right? And again, it doesn't have to be negative. Now, I'm not going to be naive and say that there is not a negative factor, like there's no drama factor when it comes to politics or playing the game. That's not true, right? Drama unfolds, you know, as as co-workers and leaders and all these people start to play the game. They form alliances. You know, people are taking credit for work that other people do. You know, there's people that are being manipulated and there's favoritism and people are schmoozing with all these random people that they could care less about, right? All of these things are happening. It's scary. It's entertaining sometimes. It's, it's, it's overwhelming. All of these things. And yes, that is unfortunately a part of this game, but that's not the only part, right? You can absolutely be part of this process without falling victim to the negativity. You can absolutely have a classy and you know graceful game playing process. Like you can absolutely do that. You don't have to stoop to a low level just because you're trying to advance your career, just because you're trying to get to the next level. It doesn't have to be a negative situation. And so that's what I want to walk you through today. So before I talk through how to play the game, how that actually looks like and what a a non-shady version of that looks like, I want to spend some time defining what I even mean by playing the game, right? When I say playing the game, when I say navigating office politics, when I say all of those things, what does that mean? Well, for me, I define playing the game as using your emotional intelligence, your common sense, and your strategic thinking. To me, that's all that it is. Emotional intelligence plus common sense plus strategic thinking. Now, if you're not familiar with emotional intelligence, this is it's not a it's not a new term, but it's a term that I don't think everyone is that familiar with. I will leave a link to a really good article about emotional intelligence in the show notes, so that's yourcareergrowth.com/blog/episode32, but Emotional intelligence or EQ is definitely a thing. We know about IQ, right? We know about intelligence quotient. We know about academic intelligence, all of those things. But 
being able to be emotionally stable and know how to express yourself and know how to read social interactions is it'll really take you a long way in your career and so that's why it's a big part to me of playing the game it's understanding how to how to be in control of your emotions how to you know navigate sticky situations that idea of emotional intelligence plus good old-fashioned common sense that a lot of people even the most you know book smart people don't have but that's a good part of playing the game and then of course strategic thinking you got to be strategic. You got to understand, you know, why you're doing what you're doing. This should have a purpose, a process, all those things. And so when you mesh all those things together, someone who's who masters that really well to me is playing the game, right? And it's using all of those skills to get to your desired outcome. So if your desired outcome is to get a promotion, is to get to a leadership position, is to get an assignment abroad, it's to get this raise, it's to whatever it is, you're using your emotional intelligence, your common sense, and your strategic thinking to help you get to that desired outcome. That to me is what playing the game is. It's as simple as that. It doesn't have to be sleazy, doesn't have to be shady, doesn't have to be any of those things. You don't have to betray anyone or be conniving. And again, yes, there are some people, unfortunately, who take it there when they're playing their game and when they're, you know, you know, in their journey to whatever success that they want to have. But all everyone doesn't have to do that. Everyone, that's not everyone's, you know, definition of playing the game. And so when I'm speaking about it, this is what I'm talking about. And as we talk about how to navigate it and how to actually play the game, we'll talk about how to overcome those people who may be negative and how to get, you know, get out of those situations. But just know that that's what I mean when I say playing the game. So for a lot of those women who tell me that they don't want to play the game, they don't have it in them, they don't want to do the politics, it's probably they're not thinking about it in this way. They're thinking about it in the negative way, which brings me to my next point. Why do people hate it? Why do people shy away from playing the game and politics in the workplace? Well, that's because most people think of house of cards when they think of, you know, playing the game. They think of, you know, Francis Underwood cut being cutthroat and like if you don't watch House of Cards, get your life, right? Even though I think we're we're not watching House of Cards because let's not this not this episode but if you ever watch house of cards or know anything about it uh before we decided that we are not watching it anymore because of some things that the lead character has done in the past um but house of cards really to me is like the epitome of negative politics at work right people just cutthroat you can't trust anyone dog eat dog manipulations like just all of the negative adjectives that you would think of when you think about politics and playing the game is summed up in that show and I think that that's what people think of when they think about playing the game these women that I talk to that say I don't want to be a part of it that's what they're thinking of and they think that they have to become some type of a monster or they have to be shady in order to thrive in that sort of a setting in order to really to to master playing the game and that's not the case When you look at it in the lens that I'm talking to you about it, again, emotional intelligence, common sense, strategic thinking, all helping you get to your desired income, I mean, outcome, sorry, money's always on the brain, helping you get to your desired outcome, 
then it's not negative. It's not about those things. It's not about being manipulative, right? So I think that's why people hate it. And so I wanted to really spend some time drilling down into what I actually mean by it because I want you to understand that this is accessible to you. You can absolutely tap into playing the game in order for you to get where you wanna be in your career. So the next question is, well, why should I care? Okay, so I know what emotion, I know what, uh, Playing the game is. It's emotional intelligence and common sense, strategic thinking. I know why people typically hate it. Okay, fine. But why should I care? You may be asking yourself that. And you should care because it is an integral part of career success. If you are not taking the time to be strategic about you know, the journey that you're on, then you will just go with the flow and you may miss out on a lot of opportunities. And maybe, yes, maybe you're, you know, you're still successful. Maybe things are still happening, but think about how much further you could go in your career if you were being intentional about it, if you were playing the game, if you were, you know, pooling your resources to really get you to that desired outcome. If you were doing all of those things, imagine how much further you could go and how much, you know, opportunities you could make sure that you're having in your career if you went ahead and did that. And so I really want you to understand how important it is for you to, you know, even if you decide you go through this episode and you're like, you know what, it's all well and good, but I still just want to go with the flow. I still have no intention of moving any further. Okay, fine. That's cool. But I don't want it to be because you think it's some negative thing to play the game or you're not, you don't know where to start. You don't know what to do. That's how I want to really, I'm spending the time, you know, breaking it down for you because I, I just want to make sure that you're making an informed decision and you have everything at your disposal to, you know, take the leap and and do this. Like in episode 19 of this podcast, I talk about how challenging it, it is to navigate your career as a black woman, right? It's already challenging. There are things that we have to go through, hoops we need to jump through, we need to work, you know, two, three times harder than everyone else is just to get the same sort of recognitions. Like we all know what those things are. And so I feel like, really tapping into playing the game and really understanding how to navigate the politics that are in your your workplace is really just going to do just just going to help you. It's going to help you, you know, have another leg up on the situation because of all the challenges that we already deal with. Like when I think about a Michelle Obama, when I think about a, an Oprah, right? These women have made it to the highest heights of their career and they're really doing their thing. And please know there's a level of playing the game to get them there. You know, as much as we would, you know, love if you could just come in every day, put your head down, do what you need to do and leave and then become, you know, CEOs and leaders and all of these things, it just doesn't work that way. We don't, you don't work by yourself. You work with other people. Even if you're an entrepreneur, even if your goal is to branch out on your own, you need other people to do that. So there is a level of playing that game, right? And in order to get to those next levels, you really need to navigate that. So that brings me into how to navigate it, how to actually play the game. And I have, you know, five strategies that I want you to think about as you put together your your own plan and as you think about how you're going to navigate you know the politics in your office and how you're going to play the game in your career there are five things I want you to think about and the first thing is that you should always have a goal 
I think by now you should know this, whether it's, well, if this is your first time, then you're about to get to know it. But if you're a veteran around here, then you know that I always talk about mindset. I talk about strategy. I'm talking about, you know, like all of this preparation and foundational work that you need to have done before you actually go out and and do anything. And so in this case, always have a goal, know what your why is. If you're talking about playing the game, if you're talking about, you know, navigating politics and doing all these things at work, then why are you doing it? What is your goal? Are you trying to, are you trying to get a promotion? Are you trying to get to that corner office? Like, you know, are you trying to get that hot new assignment? What is your, your goal? You need to get clear on what that actually is so that you know what you're working towards, right? It makes no sense for you to put in all this effort and time and energy into understanding what your next move is and what you should be doing. And you're not really sure, you know, what you're working, what you're working towards. So you always want to have your goal. You want to be clear on why you're doing all this for, what's your motivation. You want to be clear on that. The second thing you need to do when you start to think about how to play this game at work is to think about building your network, but not just any old network. You want to build a strategic network, a network that is set up to help support you on the path that you're going on, a network that's going to help you get to that next level, right? Strategic networking is all about connecting with the right people so that you have greater insight and, you know, just a greater say into what is going on. Your networks need to help you bridge different groups of people together, right? When you think about your work, place where you think about where you're at, you want to have a cross-functional, cross-organizational, cross-geographic, like you want to cross all of those lines. You want to have your ears all over the place, right? (laughs) You want to have your ears all over the place. You want to know what's going on. You want your network to help you understand what is, you know, the ins and outs of what's happening, you know, formal relationships, informal relationships. You want to be able to get good intel, right? All of these things can happen from building the right type of network. And so that's what you want to focus on as you build out your network. Now, it's not about being fake. It's not about saying, okay, what can I get from this person? So I'm going to, you know, try to build something with them. And this feels phony, but I don't care. I'm going to do it anyway. That's when we cross into the house of cards type type playing the game, right? And that type of thing. It's not about being fake. It's not about, you know, what can I get from this person? No, it's about what is it that, what's my goal, right? What is it that I'm trying to achieve? Who can help me achieve that? What can they bring to me? And what can I bring to them? It's about fostering a mutually beneficial relationship. Please know that as much as you get from other people, when you're networking properly, when you're really understanding, you know, what it is you bring to the table and really coming into your own and knowing your unique expertise and all the things that we talk about. Um, I talked about unique expertise in episode 30, I believe it was. Um, And so as you begin to navigate all of those things for yourself, you will understand what you bring to the table, 
you will understand, you know, why someone would want to connect with you. And as much as you are benefiting from knowing that person, that person is also benefiting from knowing you. So those are things that you will begin to understand. And so as you build relationships, it will no longer feel fake. It will no longer feel phony. You're really connecting on a real level because it's not just about, okay, I'm making this arbitrary, fake, you know, artificial, you know, connection, but it's about, okay, I really see how this person can help me further my career. I see what I can bring to the table for this person. I'm going to learn, you know, figure out how to connect with them on on some sort of real level and how we can relate together. It becomes a strategic partnership. And so when you look at it that way, it takes it out of being fake. But a huge part of playing the game is your network. Like that's just a huge part of what's happening in there. It's very difficult to play the game if you don't know anyone, if you have no connections, if you have no intel, if you have no insights, right? If you're not, if you don't know, if you're not a mover or shaker or you don't know who the movers and shakers are, it's very difficult to, to, to navigate that. So this is a big part of it. You really need to spend time thinking about it. Who should I get to know? How am I going to get to know them? Like this should be a part of your process. The third thing you need to do is pay attention, (laughs) pay attention, watch and learn the culture. A huge part of playing the game is understanding the environment that you are in. It's not enough to just coast and fly under the radar and not understand, you know, what's going on. You've got to understand the culture that you're in. So how do you do that? Well, learn how to read the situation. And this goes back to the emotional intelligence part of playing the game, right? Understand what's going on. Is this the right time to bring up this topic? Is this person going through, you know, are they having a bad day and maybe I should back off and not necessarily push? You know, how, what's, what's, what's the background? What's the context for this meeting that I'm about to go into or this ask that I'm about to give? Like, what, what is this, right? You should be reading the situation. You should also be looking at what other people do. What are the norms at your work? place? What what are the norms in the culture? How do people act? How do they react to certain things, right? Who are the key players and what do they do differently? Whether you want to be part of this game or not, there are people playing it. Please know that. Again, if that's the only thing you take away, know that people are doing it. And it's, it's up to you to, you know, to pay attention to that and see what they're doing differently and, you know, figure out how you can do those things you're, you're also, or how you can connect with those people, how you guys can complement each other, but pay attention to what the key players are doing and what they, and how they do things, right? Understand the situations, understand the culture. This is really a huge part of, you know, of navigating these, the office politics and playing the game at work. It's really a huge part of that is paying attention to what's going on around you. It is just not going to fly to just come in and have your blinders on and just focus, have tunnel vision on what's in front of you and not take a step back and look at what else is going on. It just will not work if that's the approach that you take. The fourth thing that you need to do as you walk through playing the game at work is that you need to understand how to rise above the drama. Don't get caught up. This is probably the biggest reason why people are so anti playing the game is because they're just 
they're envisioning getting caught up in the drama, being a part of the gossip, like all of these things. I wrote an article a few years ago for The Muse, um, and I will put a link to that article uh, in the show notes, yourcareergirl.com slash blog slash episode 32. But, you know, I got so many like so much uh, reaction from that article about how to how to avoid being a, 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 be, a how to avoid getting caught up in gossip at work something like that was the title but really I broke down like how to stay above the drama how to not get caught up in gossip and all those things and I didn't realize how much that resonated with so many people. And so I thought it was important just to bring that up here and that as you start to build out your network, as you start to pay attention to the culture, as you start to do these things, you're going to start to get ingrained in what's going on, right? You might start to build up a crew. People might start to know you and you know who people are. And so you might hear things, you might see things, like things may come up. And it's important that you understand how to keep your distance. Like it's not about you getting involved in drama. It's not about you gossiping and talking about people and any of those things. Even if you begin to get into new circles and people share things with you, you've got to understand how to stay above that. People who are not successful at playing the game, people who it kind of everything just blows up in their face, a lot of times they get caught up in this stuff, right? They get caught up in the pettiness and the drama and the talking about people and all of that. And that is not what you are here to do. You are here to use your emotional intelligence, your you know common sense and your strategic thinking to get you to your desired outcome, right? Whatever that may be. And so you're not going to get caught up in drama. That is just not something you're going to do. You're going to stay above that. You can be totally aware of what's happening around you without engaging in it, without getting yourself involved. And so that's going to be a huge part of this process for you, especially if you're one of those people who are, you know, who were previous to listening to this episode, averse to the idea of playing the game. It's going to be, you know, it's probably because you think of these things. And so don't worry, like you don't have to get involved. You know, really, I encourage you to check out that article that I wrote for the Muse, but you do not have to get involved in gossip. You do not have to get involved in drama. You're here to do your work. You're here to do an amazing job. You're here to rise up the ranks. You're, you're here to do all of those things. And it can be done without getting your hands dirty, without getting involved in all that. And the fifth thing that you need to do as you think about playing the game, as you think about, you know, navigating all of these office politics is to remember to have fun at the end of the day yes this is work yes this is your livelihood but there should still be an element of fun you should still really be yourself and be authentic and really build real relationships with people all of these things are important as you navigate your career as you play the game as you move up the corporate ladder as you break these glass ceilings all the things that i know that you're going to do it's important that you also you know have a sense of humor that you have fun with yourself don't take yourself too seriously you know as long as you have your goal you know what you're working towards and you're you're not getting caught up just have fun with it and go with the flow so 
I hope that was helpful. I really wanted to break down this idea of playing the game. I, you know, it really, it does something to me when I hear women say that they just are not cut out for it and they just don't want to get involved and they don't want to do these things because I'm really just thinking about what opportunities are being left on the table and how you're not, you know, just leveraging your full potential and really tapping into as far as you can go on this journey, you know, to, to success. And as you climb this corporate ladder, you know, being able to play the game is a big part of that. And so I just wanted to break that down for you and let you know that it doesn't have to be negative. It doesn't have to be something that you dread. It doesn't have to be something that's shady and drama filled. You can do it with integrity, you know, just follow these steps that I've walked you through and you can play the game. You can understand how to navigate it and how to leverage it to get to where you're trying to go in your career. So I hope that was helpful. Again, I will have the show notes on the website. That's yourcareergirl.com slash blog slash episode 32. I'll have links to join the career success circle and to the uh, podcast episodes and the other links that I've mentioned. And I'll talk to you on the next episode.